Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. And I'm so excited as we are now in season five. Yes, the premiere was last week, and it was just me, but we are back with a new set. Yay! <laughs> and with our very first guest, we are back into the politics, ladies and gentlemen, as we bring back my dear friend, Senator Chris Belt. Yay! <laughs> I am Senator. happy to be back. I'm so happy that you're back. Yeah. yeah. It it's, took a minute. It took a while, but we, we made it work, right? Yes, good, we made it good, work, good. but you're busy. And you are too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like you are so busy. And the hundred and third General oh, Assembly wow. has wow. closed. Congratulations. Yes, yes. Uh, a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. A lot of hard work uh, went into the beginning of the 103rd, but uh, a lot of good outcomes that came out of the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And before we get into the 103rd, Victor, yes. Senator, yes. husband, yes. father. Yes. Soon to be father of the bride, Oof. Victor. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so anytime, and you know this, anytime that you're on the ballot, mm -hmm. it's 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 Tell it's it, a sir. tough side. It's a tough time, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and even though you feel confident of what you've done, you never know how those things play out. Absolutely. And so, just being on the ballot in and of itself uh, brings anxiety. Um, uh, and then you're at a midterm, right? Yes. Uh, midterms are, are traditionally historically bad for uh, the ruling party or the, the majority mm -hmm. party. Mm -hmm. And so those things go into all of the makeup of going into a midterm. And all the anxiety. All the anxiety <laughs> and all the things that you, and this was a very weird uh, midterm yeah. to me. Nothing 22. was really happening and you just didn't know how it was going to play out. You, especially with Georgia. Going especially on. with Georgia going uh -huh. on and, and just where we are mm -hmm. um, in, in the world, in the world of politics. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a funny time, but to that uh, came out, as you would say, the victor. And uh, four more years to get things done for the 57th, uh, in particular, uh, in the state of Illinois in general. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know I was rooting and, and, and posting and, and doing, and I still do, <laughs> what, four more years, as four they more say. Years. And I'm still rooting and posting. That's right. Okay, and I will continue to do That's that right. because, you know, you are special to my family and I. Thank you. And you are doing an amazing job. What did you say? It's not always about merit. It's but not. It should be about merit. Right. But it's not always. It's not always <laughs> about merit. But the best man won that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that way, too. <laughs> not just because it's me. I just feel like the work warranted that. You Absolutely. know, we, we, we really put in work. Uh, you see it uh, in the underserved communities. You see it in Cahokia Heights. You look at Frank Holden State Park. You, you see things there. You move up to Muscoota. We help bring Boeing here uh, with, with um, money uh, that we put there. You look at the edge credit in, in, in throughout 
uh, St. Clair County throughout the 57 district and you see what the edge credit uh, has helped um, uh, spur business, economic development. Uh, I, I think we did a mm -hmm. phenomenal job. And you got to understand, we, we came out of COVID mm -hmm. doing these things. We, we kept doors open, right? Absolutely. And then not to mention what the investment we did in, um, in education. So I, I felt like four more years was, was warranted. warranted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, congratulations again. We are so happy and so proud. And you know, we love Senator Belt and his awesome. family here at Pros and Politics <laughs> Podcast. So, awesome. you know, because y'all got some pretty members. Absolutely. And, and some Absolutely. And some so, pink and green yes. and some uh, crimson and cream going on. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And early congratulations, as I just said, about to be father of the bride. Oh, wow. Yeah. July 2nd. Yes. So, congratulations Thank you. early. Thank you. For our young soror and for the mother of the bride. Well, young frat. I know. He's my frat brother that I she's know. marrying, so it's, it's it, it, we're keeping it in the family. Yes, and two really great families. Yeah. I mean, this is a podcast, and we talk about pearls and politics and everything in between. Two great families. Yeah. So that um, that means a lot. I know my father felt like nobody was ever going to be good enough. That's right. And I know you feel that way. That's but right. That's right. He, Great guy. Great guy. Great, great guy. Family. The the interesting thing about him <laughs> is I knew him first because I was over guy right. Uh -huh. He was a Kappa leaguer, uh -huh. and so years and years ago, he, I was standing in front of him, teaching him and talking to him about <laughs> life lessons. And fast forward, I hope some of them stick. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, congratulations. Also, so, yeah. Fifth budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the fifth balanced budget. Yes, the yeah. fifth balanced Absolutely. budget in the state of Illinois. And you had a strong hand in that, yeah, Chair. Yeah, Tell so, us about that. So uh, as, you, as you just stated, we, we just touched on our uh, fiscal year 2024. Uh, we got the fifth uh, balanced budget. This budget is a compassionate budget. This budget... Awesome. Um, is a responsible budget. Mm -hmm. uh, this budget pours into early childhood education. Absolutely. It pours into higher education. It pours into workforce development. It pours into public safety. Um, you know, with all we had to work with, this was a really good job uh, of, of real, and, and you know this because you, <laughs> you were up there and you were involved in it, but you see the work that go into a budget. Mm -hmm. You know, it starts when the governor puts his proposal forward in February, I think. And then from that moment, you know, the legislature takes over and, and it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes, behind the scenes, negotiating behind the scenes. And then all of a sudden we reappear like late <laughs> April and May. And then it's like, you know, everything is 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 10 hours, 12 Man. hours a day and you're the budgeteers are there and you're you're meeting with everybody. And it's a, it's a tedious process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But but there again, I'm, I'm very pleased with the outcome. Um, fifth uh, budget, uh, balanced budget. Um, and, and a lot of people ask what is a budget right, right. In, in terms of it's all about education it's all about and education that's why we're here. and 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 really that budget 
when you're looking at the government side or relative to government, uh, what the what the budget really is is representing a legal authority to spend the funds. Okay. You know, and we go through this whole process because we want to prioritize and allocate those funds. Mm -hmm. And once it passes both the Senate and it passes the House and the governor signs it, it becomes a legal document then to uh, to spend those funds, right? And that's all a budget is. <laughs> you know, that's that's what it is and the budget is also important I was to the say, state. But why is it so important? Because I think people think of like their budget, right? right. And and how much I'm spending on gas and how right. much the groceries are and how right. much diapers are. But I think a lot of people don't really understand that the state's budget matters to you. Of course. And so please explain to us why I shouldn't be like, oh, why do I care about that? Right. Right. You hear a lot of, of talk around the budget. It can be contentious. It can be it can get really, really heated. Uh, and then you always hear with the budget eventually comes a balanced budget or talk about a balanced budget. And, and why should it matter to you or anyone else is because a balanced budget we mentioned I don't know if we mentioned on camera, but in, in we in our prep up, we were talking about uh, the fifth balanced budget and eight credit increases, credit mm -hmm. ratings, rating increase. And so that's why it matters, because along with those balanced budgets come credit ratings, uh, credit rating increase increases. And those things matter because. It it, it, it it correlates or it trans it comes over as low interest rates, mm -hmm. which saves you money, <laughs> right? Absolutely. And and your ability to grow your economy, that that should matter to you. And those things come out when you when you are moving your state forward as we are, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and it's it's just been a great partnership with the governor, Governor Prisker, and the General Assembly over the last five years. Uh, because you got to realize what we inherited. Uh, we, we, the state of Illinois was coming from two, took, two years without a budget. You took the words right out of my right. mouth. I was waiting. Right. I was like, because I don't think it's a far cry for, at least for the state of Illinois, and this can educate any, any state, right? right? We came from a place. Right with no balanced budget and there was the issue with state employees whether they were or were not going to get paid absolutely there was the issue of you know the comptroller's office that they not paying the bill like it it was a disaster it was bad and all, all you had to do was drive around and look at the agencies look at your state parks they weren't being cut, they weren't getting cut. <laughs> right oh, it was yes. a, it was a mess yes. and and so that's why and statutorily you're supposed to have a budget mm -hmm. and agreed upon budget mm -hmm. by the time you adjourn uh, and and we went two years without one and and so in in a sense you had no budget you had nothing to pay the agencies you, and if the agencies aren't getting paid your workers are in danger of not getting paid and it was a really really bad situation but fast forward uh, from 2019 to now you know, fiscal responsibility, 
Absolutely. Credit rating increase. I mean, we were a junk bond status. Yes. And and now look at us. Look at us now. And so, you know, that's what it's all about. And I love how you were able to lay that out, right? Because, of course, you have those who love the budget. Mm-hmm. And then you have those who don't. But to be able to actually have someone who was a part of that, mm-hmm. right? A state senator, mm-hmm. an appropriations chair sit here on this platform and say this is why it's important look at where we came from look at how it impacts the credit ratings and the things that impact your day-to-day life your ability to be able to well i don't really want to go out and get a loan right now because those interest rates are through the you know all those things really impact your day-to-day life whether we want to think about it or not and we want to be educated and we want to be informed and i love how you said that it's a compassionate budget it is because this is a compassionate administration. Yes. That's one thing that I really love. I also remember when the state parks and, and the highways weren't getting mowed and the rest stops were closed. Uh, remember that? Absolutely. And the rest stops were closed. I remember the cutting in funding for compassionate things. Absolutely. Meals on wheels. Uh, absolutely. Um, daycare. Right. So that way I can go and get my license or I can go and do what I need to do and get assistance in being able to find daycare for my child Mm -hmm. so I can get my certificate so I can get a better job. And so we have a very um, compassionate governor, lieutenant Mm -hmm. governor, and in many respects, a very compassionate general assembly. Mm -hmm. And I think that is important because we're supposed to care about people. Absolutely. You represent people. Like, that's the whole point. You vote on the budget, but we vote for you. And it's supposed to be what's in my best interest. Right. And I think we really have to focus on that and kind of get back to that. What did you say? It's supposed to be about merit, right? It's supposed to be. (laughs) It's supposed to be, are you properly representing me and my children, Right. right? And when you say it's a compassionate budget, how, like you just mentioned, education. How has this year's budget helped education? Because I know that used to be your jam. You know what? I I, I was the chair of uh, the <laughs> Senate Education Committee. I'm still a member of the committee. Um, I have an affinity for children. I have a, a, a passion for uh, giving them the access that they need. And, and what, what better passport, if you will, than education in uh, the governor has an initiative, a smart start. Uh, in fact, I think it was last week that we were in Cahokia Heights in, in uh, Cahokia Union School District 187 at Maplewood Elementary School to, to uh, talk about the smart start program. And I love the name uh, smart start. Now, there's a there's a African proverb that says, if you think exp- uh, education is expensive. If you think education is expensive, try ignorance, right? Mm -hmm. And so what that means is we should be proactive. We should be investing Mm -hmm. in our kids, in our schools, and we need to be pouring into them. Because one way or another, we're going to spend those precious tax dollars. Absolutely. And either we're going to pour into them and be proactive and build them up. Or pour into IDOC. Uh, yes. And that's exactly right. And and, and all the things that uh, crimes against property and, and all the things that come with uh, crime. 
and how it, it, it brings down the value of a neighborhood and all those all those other things that go along with crime, right? And so Smart Start is the uh, idea uh, from the governor uh, where uh, we put $250 million wow. into, the, into the idea that any child, uh, three or four-year-old, should have access to preschool. And all the studies line up and trends show that if you have high quality and consistent um, programming for our three and four year olds, they knock it out the park, right? And it follows them throughout their academic career. It follows them throughout life, mm -hmm. right? So that that it seems so trivial that we should be doing this right right it, it, why wouldn't you but right because i have a four-year-old right now and right, i'm thinking about right i can't imagine if she wasn't in school right, right now right. how would she be ready for august exactly without that and 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 all of the 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 test uh i mean the trends and and the reports the research show that kids when they are enrolled in high quality consistent programming and education at an early age, their literacy skills are through the roof, their mathematic skills are through the roof. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. And so in that budget is $250 million for the Smart Start program. A quarter of a billion dollars uh, invested right. in our children. Right. Then we, 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 we leave early childhood, we go to uh, higher, uh, uh, elementary K through 12 and so we said okay the 350 million for evidence-based funding it's in the budget right and 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 the 350 million goes to the school districts uh, farthest away from adequacy it doesn't matter if you're an urban school district or rural school district okay. it goes to the school districts that need, need the, the money most. the most Right. So practical. Practical. Right. So practical. <laughs> right. Right. Then we go to higher ed and there's a hundred million dollars for MAP monetary award program. You know, for for first time college student, low income college student, hundred million dollars. We, we 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 funded the aim high program for first time, full time merit based <laughs> college, <laughs> merit-based, right? right? Uh, uh, college students. And so those, all of those things got funded. And so when you talk about from the beginning all the way through, we did that, right? This, again, is a compassionate budget. It's a fiscal responsible budget. Um, we got a, there's this thing, this fancy name called the budget Stabilization fund. We got $2 billion in there. Now, you and I call it the rainy day fund. Okay. But it's the budget stabilization fund, $2 billion. So if something goes boom, we're able to draw from it. $2 billion in a rainy day fund. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. We, we funded the pension $200 million. You keep reading in, a, in addition... <laughs> to what was required to, for us to fund it. We put 200 million more on top of it. Than what was required. Yeah. That was gonna be my next question because everybody has a pension issue, right? Everybody yeah. wants to talk bad about the right. pension system. Right. An additional 
right. $200 million. Right, right. So again, we, we, we've, we've done, I think we've done a yeoman's job in, in moving this thing forward. You're going to always have naysayers. Mm-hmm. You're going to always have uh, people to, to say this or that. But when you're, when you're at that table, when you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, do the most you can, have the greatest impact, uh, I think we came out pretty good. I agree. I know um, this was my first time really, not of course, obviously, being involved in the process, but for lack of a better word, kind of being involved in the process. Um, Those hearings are no joke. I mean, your armpits are sweating and you're sitting here (laughs) trying to figure out what somebody's going to ask you. Um, Obviously, I survived it, right? right? But um, I can appreciate the process more. And again, that's the purpose of the platform, to be able to provide educational information so people know. Because a lot of times people are like, I don't care about the budget or what does that mean to me or whatever. But if someone can explain to you where we came from, where they weren't even mowing the highway. That's right. Now the highways are mowed, right. the rest stops are back open, right. and now a quarter of a billion dollars invested in our three and four year olds. Right. Right. I mean, how can you argue with that? It it, it seems like you couldn't, but I trust me, you, there are people yeah. will, and and that's why you're here, and that's why we're right, <laughs> and that, we're and here. this is the platform, right? Um, Again, that 250 will make sure that there's uh, positionings, opening uh, spots for kids to go to school, seats, so to speak, uh, teachers, and it will pay wages. And, you know, I, you know, it's it's just a really good concept to put three and four year olds, give them access to schooling if they want it, if the parents want it. It's there. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Um, I am very proud to say that we have eight credit increases um, that we've come so far and are progressing so far right. into and investing in the future of the, of the state. Because, Absolutely. I mean, I live here, right? So right. my family lives here. Your family lives here. So we want what's best for everyone, of course. But right. of course you want what's best for home and so moving forward though of course of course now you guys are it's it's done right (laughs) right right. and so now a lot of people are back in their districts right right working with their constituents at home so you've been very busy yes because i stand okay (laughs) so what summer of 2023 what is senator belt and your you know coordinating representative like what are you all up to you know what we 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 have um we're we're obviously we're we're going around to like yesterday i was at Gulfstream. um they're expanding uh 200 new jobs 28.5 million dollars expansion 200 jobs and they have a pipeline in the school districts uh the cave in Belleville. Uh, I know that they're tied into Cahokia. The the actual uh, Gulfstream campus is in Cahokia. Um, so and and again, they took advantage of the Edge program to help 
with the expansion. Uh, so we uh, was there, was at Mid-America last week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're opening two terminals uh, at Mid-America Airport. And so I'm, I'm going around. We're getting invited to see uh, the fruits, so to speak. And, and it's a wonderful thing uh, because with these expansions and with these ribbon cuttings, they mean jobs mm-hmm. and, and opportunities. And, and those and are revenue. and revenue. Two revenue, terminals? absolutely. Revenue, absolutely, and and Allegiant, um, they they were talking about more flights and international flights. What? What? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> this was at Mid America, and so I'm 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 always going around and around to these uh, ribbon cuttings or or these events to see um, those investments made. Um, as they as the as harvest time comes, so to speak, and you see it, mm-hmm. and that's a great thing. So I'm I'm doing that. Um, I'm I'm going and and talking to stakeholders, mayors, and and things like that about things brought back to the district. Um, and it's just a busy time. It is. It, so whether you're in Springfield or, or in your district, it's a right, busy time. Right. People think. When you get released or when you mm-hmm. adjourn for the summer, it's done. Mm-hmm. People think that you're there from January to the last day of May, statutorily. And when you come back, it's nothing to do. That's, that's not, you know, and I know that's where the idea of a part-time position comes in. At, because technically you're in Springfield. Mm-hmm. But when you come home, you're dealing with things, you're dealing with constituents, you're dealing with events. It's just as busy busy being home than it is going to committees, being on the Senate floor, meeting constituents up in Springfield, Mm -hmm. meeting it's you you know, it's It's still it's it never it it never stops. And that's what people need to know, because, again, you have the impression of, oh, like you said, well, they're not they're not in Springfield. They're not working when I know. Right. And I never worked in Springfield as a legislator, um, but it is a never ending daily process serving the people that elected you. It, it really is. It really is. And even people think when we're in Springfield, we're playing uh, cards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, you know, they don't, they just don't have an appreciation of what those days are like and how grueling those days are. Right? I remember watching, being up at two o'clock in the morning working, um, watching via the internet. Mm-hmm the house in session at two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I am fully aware um, of the, the evenings. I had to tell my, I said, don't worry, uh, husband. I said, I won't have to stay the night in Springfield. <laughs> right. They're going to recess. Like right. they're going to adjourn. Right. And, you know, right. so that right now I don't have to do that right. on right. a Wednesday evening. But right. again, it is. And in a good way, right? It's the grind because you wouldn't do it if you didn't love it and Absolutely. If you didn't appreciate it. Um, but no, it is work. It is work. And the fact it, you're doing it at two, three, four, you're getting the job done, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and and that's not a bad thing. You, you got to do your work. Mm-hmm. You were sent there to do. 
But it's a it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And your day, you know, your day starts at probably eight thirty, and it goes through. You have I'm on seven committees, and depending on what day it is, you're you're in committee, and some of those committee hearings go all day. And then after your committees, you may have uh, another set of you may have hearings. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're doing that. And then after that, you, you it's, it's just a, and you may go to the floor early and the closer you get to April and May, you may come back to the floor, mm-hmm. you know, and you may be there to two, two in the morning. After and you've caucused. After you've caucused twice. And and it's 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 it's, it's, it's a long grind. It's a long. And to your point, it's three. It's no days off. Well, it's no days. You were doing an amazing job. Thank you. And we appreciate you very much Thank and you. the hard work that you are doing for the 57th District. Thank you. And we are, again, so happy that you were victorious. Absolutely. And now at least that part is about three and a third years off. Right. <laughs> but right. look, it's already. It moves so fast. It moves so fast. For those so, that are running it moves. next November. It, it, you're, on, you're on the clock. You're you're never not on the clock. I mean, you. It's you, time for petitions. It's, it's, it'll be time for petitions later this year. Uh, next year we go into the federal election with the presidential election. I, look, this is my camera. We have to vote. I say it every in our in our conversations. You have to vote Absolutely. in Illinois. In Illinois, because of the General Assembly, because of the governor. We haven't taken away voters' rights. We, we, we haven't given in to the uh, voter su- suppression, suppression that's mm-hmm. occurring across the nation. We've expanded your rights. Mm-hmm. And so for me, if you do not vote in the state of Illinois, you just don't want to. Absolutely. Right? And, and, and if you are a uh, person who's locked up, the moment you get free, the moment you are released, your rights are given back to you. You don't have to do anything, right? Right. They're just, you go get registered, mm-hmm. and then you can move forward with it. But, you know, speaking of the midterm, the midterm was November 8th, I think it was. Yes. Early voting started in St. Clair County, I think, on September twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got from September all the November. way to the day of. <laughs> OK, so you may say, OK, I don't have a car. I don't want to go to the courthouse or go. You fill your ballot out. It'll come to your house. You fill your application out. Your ballot will come to your house. Absolutely. You know, you may say, hey, look, I'll go. I got a ride or I have transportation, but I don't want to go inside a voting place. That's fine. Curbside. You know, so if you don't want to vote in, I mean, in Illinois, if you don't vote, you really just, just don't, don't want, want to. to. And my 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 uh, task and my charge to each and every viewer, please vote every election, every subsequent election is important, not just the presidential election. Mm-hmm. You know, we I, we take voting elections off the midterm is notorious Mm -hmm. we won't vote on we don't come out i'm so happy i never had to i was always on a presidential cycle so there's you 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 had bumps yeah 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 you you but every election is the most important election the very next one 
right? Mm -hmm. You can't say, well, the presidential election is important. It is important. It is. The next one is important. Right. The midterm is important. And every so, I don't, all of them are and important. every level of government. And that is what I stress yeah. until I'm out of breath. Yeah. Local. Yep. State. Yep. Federal. They are equally important. They are. And so many people don't understand that what goes on locally and on your state level impacts you more. Yeah. Or at least as much. Yep. Well, be, well, the White House and who the president is. But you know what? It really matters who your senator is. Yeah. It really matters who your mayor is. Yep. It really yep. matters. You're right. Who your county officials are. It, and it, so a right. lot of people just don't understand that because it's such a narrow view of what our democracy really mm -hmm. is. And we really have to change that mm -hmm. because if we don't, we will continue to find ourselves in many of the vicious cycles that we find ourselves in, mm -hmm. or at the very least dealing with some folks that we don't like to deal with. Right. Right. Because right. they don't have our best interests right. at heart. Right. And the only way to change that, if you don't like what you see is to vote. You have to vote. You just have to, you, you, you have to, exercise your right to the ballot right mm -hmm. you you know free and open elections that's one of the linchpins of a free society absolutely you know right mm -hmm. and i keep that absolutely over and over but <laughs> i will so my grandmother barbara maxwell passed away in april 95 years old she would have been 96 in may and i along with the magnificent seven her grandchildren mm -hmm. stood there and I was the one who spoke. And I remember saying in my tribute to my grandmother, how one day I asked her, I was like, Granny, you gonna vote, you know? And like I said, it was selfishly that I was asking that question because I was on the ballot. Mm, <laughs> and right. so she told me, she said, Grandbaby, look, there was a time that I could not vote. So she said, as a black person, as a woman, mm -hmm. there was a time in her lifetime. She passed when I was 45. So I knew this woman. So really in essence, in my lifetime, mm -hmm. there are people living and breathing right now that whether it was based on their gender or their race could not vote. Mm -hmm. And so why would I let my woke grandmama right. <laughs> Right. Why would I let her legacy die knowing full well that there was a period of time because of who she was, she could not vote. Mm -hmm. So every time I can vote, I'm going to vote. And, and as you should, as you should. And, and that's the travesty of it. You know, you think history is so far away from us. But it's not. Um, women didn't get the right to vote in this country to what, 1922, 1920, 1922. You think Martin Luther King was born in 1929. Anne Frank was born in 1929, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that long ago that you couldn't even vote. Yeah, suffrage wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. And so you you really have to underscore it and you have to be intentional and you have to be deliberate and you have to go out 
and exercise your right to vote. Right. You got to you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And because it's just not going to it may never feel like it's the right time. You have to set some time off in your day like you do with everything else that's that you want to do. do. Exactly. And if you do it a couple times, it becomes habit for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I got to vote. I got to get there. I got to give my voice to this cause. And that's what voting is. You're just. You're, you're, you're giving your voice to what you believe in. You should never forsake that. No, and I love to vote early. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I love to Get vote it out early. the way. Let me just, oh, I got a couple minutes. Right. I got off the highway. Let me hop on over here. Go get it done. To this, you know. Get it done. Voting booth. And- you know, it's, it's, it's so strange to me that growing up, you only had one day to vote. Mm-hmm. That day. Whatever that day it was. Seems so, so, now talk about a far off. Now right. that's what seems a far off to <laughs> right. only have one day. I'm like, man, one day. What if you got a flat or what if your baby got sick? All what? of those yeah. things could happen that could throw you off or stop you or prohibit you from going to that poll on that one day. You could be sick, mm-hmm. right? You know, and so, like you said, in our lifetime, it was one day, but it seems like, oh my God, yeah. you have. Time. You have multiple days. You have months, mm-hmm. weeks to get it done. Mm-hmm. And no matter where I go, that's part of my message now is we have to vote. Mm-hmm. We have to. Yeah. yeah. And we thank you for expanding mm-hmm. the ability, mm-hmm. expanding the right. Right. Because, again, like you said, there are no excuses. No. No excuses. No. None no. whatsoever. No. You 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 on your you most of us, I would assume, uh, we have access to a, a cell phone with internet internet capabilities. Mm-hmm. You have in your hand or in your pocket something that we couldn't dream of growing up, right? Uh-huh. Right? I, I, I have that conversation with my kids sometimes. I, you know, we had a library card in college. We had to go, you know. And, 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 <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And, and, and you have everything. If you want to know where my closest or nearest voting poll is, you just pull it up. Mm-hmm. Right? If you want to know when are the dates for uh, I could vote, you just pull it early voting. You just pull it up. It doesn't require anything. You got it. You got the power in your the palm of your hand. Who Literally. Are the candidates? Right. What do they stand what for? What do they stand for? Where do they I mean right. all of that. Right. Where do they stand on the issues that are most important Absolutely. to me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go to their pages. Where's that merit at? Right. Right. Go to their pages. Research them. Look them up. And 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 then the other thing is for me, for me. If it's not 10 out of 10, you know, because we always, and I said this on the last time, we're always looking for perfect. Mm-hmm. We throw the proverbial baby out with the bathwater if, you know, this person, candidate A, only agreed with 7 out of 10 things I've, I wanted. And the other one is worse than candidate A. Candidate B is really neither one, of, so I'm not doing anything. You're never going to get 100%. No. Right? No, no one gets 100% in anything any nego- of anything. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to, you know, we have to stop being so finicky mm-hmm. and really look at it and understand you, you're not going to get everything. The whole 
the whole political process for uh, any uh, elected official makes it almost impossible for that to happen. Because right? you're human. Right. And I can, you know, speak to that because, I mean, I appreciate you and people who felt that I did a, a, a good job, but I never purported to be perfect right. or to have made every perfect decision. Right. But I do feel that I did an excellent job. Right. And so is that what your can who's doing, who's married, what we said, who's married is right. there, who's doing an excellent job? Now, that's what you should look to because you can't even look into, onto yourself for perfection. Right. So if none of us are perfect, right. we're all human. And that's one thing that I love about people like yourself and some of your colleagues. You are so personable, mm -hmm. right? And that helps, that should help us as your constituents to be able to understand you better, mm -hmm. to give grace and a lot of other things because you were so not stuffy, you know, we laugh, we talk right. and we hang out or whatever the right. situation may be. And so you have to be able to say, well, this person is human, right? They're, they're a dad, they're a husband, they're this, they're that, they play baseball or, you know, she goes shopping at right. the St. Clair Square or whatever, right. just like you run into folks. right? And so you have to be able to say again, what my mom used to say, four out of five ain't bad. It ain't bad, at, <laughs> not, not at That's all. That old school East St. Louis right. mama. Well, Kahali, you know, he ain't, but four out of five ain't bad. Right. And so you have to be able to internalize that in where it's relevant. Right. And again, you're never going to find perfection, but who lines up best with what you believe in? There who, it is. Who lines up best with what you think is important? Right. And then that's the person right. that you vote for. Absolutely. We got to get beyond personal likes or you know you you see in sports all the time these these athletes whether it's any professional sports baseball basketball uh football and and once the career's over you go back and read and you'll you'll read that the coach didn't even and the player didn't even speak but they came together for a common goal and it was to win mm -hmm. right you you don't necessarily have to like the person that's running but to what you said earlier, see how what their 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 platform is lining to yours, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. That really should be how you you know. And I know we are human, and 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 it gets out there, or or we tend to I don't like him or her or this or that. But how am I voting? What is my voting record? Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. In regards to those things that should matter to you. That's what you should judge me on or judge a candidate on. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, you're doing a great job. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you coming back. Absolutely. On the platform. Absolutely. Absolutely. From season one to season five. Season one to season five. I mean, time has really gone. Um, uh, let me let me congratulate you on from season one to season five. Um Thank you for the platform. Uh, thank you for following um, your your instincts, taking the leap forward to do this. Um, you make it look easy, but it's it's a lot to this, right? And and it's your baby. 
Mm-hmm. And whenever you have something <laughs> and you present to the world, you get sensitive about, about it. <laughs> right, right. Because I understand, right? I, I wrote a book back in 2008 and I was like, uh, do you like it? And this, that, and the other. But from season one to season five, you have a terrific platform. Uh, you, you bring education, right? Your 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 whole your whole move is to inform, mm-hmm. and there's nothing better than an informed, um, constituent-based, informed consumer. Mm-hmm. And so, thank you for that. And uh, just a real quick question: What made you want to create a platform such as this? Again, well, you said it best to be able to inform and educate. So particularly in the area of politics, mm-hmm. I remember in 2020, the African-American community, the statistics are there. Would you say you could pull up your phone and Google it? Mm-hmm. We were targeted mm-hmm. with political misinformation mm-hmm. and I was insulted. Mm-hmm. Why us? Why do you feel that we are naive or gullible or uneducated? What why would you do that? And I said, you know what? I want to develop a platform. And I prayed. I was like, Lord, I'm looking for a God idea. I'm looking for a God idea. And I prayed for years for this God idea. Didn't know what it was going to be. Right. Actually wasn't even sure I was going to get the answer. Like maybe you're just supposed to keep doing what you're doing. You're doing. And that's just what it is. And um, after running in 20 and then um, after, again, seeing how we were targeted And then seeing how on the pearls side of it, seeing how we are often um, don't have the information we need when it comes to mental health Mm -hmm. in the black community, when it comes to financial literacy, where to get capital or how to open your business or and just seeing a lack of support from Jazz Brooks to Tawana Story. Not that they're not supported, but black women in business, a lot of times we don't get the support that we need and other communities of people as they should support each other. Mm -hmm. So to provide the information and the support and the political information that people need to, what did you say? Go to that ballot box and make an informed decision because it's like you said it's not just enough to be registered right you have to vote and a lot of times people don't vote because they're not educated they don't understand that if i don't vote this could get bad right if i don't vote i could lose what i have if i don't vote and these interest rates skyrocket and i'm talking about i want a new house i'm not going to be able to do that like life a lot of that revolves around our democracy that's right and to be able to provide a platform that people could actually be entertained and, you know, it's lighthearted right. and, you know, it's not stuffy or right. and just to be able to get some information, to be able to have what you need to live a better life. Polished and poised. That's what we're trying to do. It's, it's, it's again, it's a great platform. And I always say um, information, once you receive it, information is never to be sat on. You have to disseminate it. Right. You, you, you think in terms of, a, of, a, of an infection. Once you're infected, you have to spread it. <laughs> you, you know. and, <laughs> well, we are spreading. <laughs> right. We are spreading right. our information and I appreciate all the support and all the likes and all the, mm-hmm. the times that you've watched the program. Absolutely. And of course, I appreciate you coming back. Absolutely. And, you know, 
election season is coming up. Election season is coming up, and 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 I'll I'll be if if extended you the opportunity. And, you and Committee Woman Greenwood, y'all gonna be staples I'll be, here. I, I'll be back, and and we let's continue the conversation uh, in real time, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And you enjoy that wedding. I can't <laughs> thank wait to see the business, you. Baby. That's going to be a beautiful I'm bride. I'm ready right to get oh, it over with. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in today to Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and you'll join us again next week. But in the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you next Friday.